You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. My name is Delaney Williams and I'm joined today by Suzanne Burnett and Sarah McLean. Welcome Sarah and Suzanne. Thanks Delaney. Hey Delaney. Hey, we are in for a great episode today as we get to talk about how God provided for Hannah. We are going to be in 1 Samuel chapter 1 through chapter 3. As we think about this session, Suzanne, do you mind sharing with our listeners what the big idea is? Something that we need to remember to keep as the focus as we teach and prepare. Yeah, so several weeks ago we heard about how God's people were caught in that cycle of sin. And even in their sin, God still continued to care for his people. And then the next week we saw how God used Samson to rescue his people from their enemies. And last week we saw the story about Ruth and the kinsman redeemer that God provided for her. In this week's session, we're going to see how God heard the prayers of a woman named Hannah and how he provided for her and continues to still provide for his people. Great. Thanks. And I think this is such a great example of exactly what you said, how God provides for his people. And we get to see that great example um, with Hannah for this session. And so as we think towards our planning and preparation, and we're thinking about the different activities we're going to provide for our preschoolers and children, we want to make sure that we spend some time just highlighting some activities that may need a little extra attention or a little more explanation. And so I'll go ahead and start with our babies and toddlers leader guide. And teachers, you will see that there is an activity called lace coats in there. And you may remember a few weeks ago, we also had an activity where they were lacing. And just a reminder that especially this age with toddlers, they may not lace every hole that is punched in that activity, and that's okay. Remember, it's more about the process. If it is something where you would prefer to make it to where it's easier for them to lace every hole, you could punch the holes two to three inches apart. Also, I want to encourage you to use the largest index card that you're able to, or either heavyweight paper. If you use the index card, you could do a five by eight, and that will be easier for that age to also handle as they're lacing. There is also an activity called Name That Sound. And so just wanted to share a few examples of maybe some familiar sounds that you could use for this activity. They would recognize, most of them would recognize different animal sounds like dogs barking a doorbell or a fire truck or ambulance. So think familiar sounds that may be in a toddler's everyday life in your community. And that will help you to be able to select sounds for them to recognize. Then moving to our younger preschool, we are going to be doing an activity called Sort and Fold Socks. So this is going to be a new or could be a new skill for some of our preschoolers. So remember that you're going to need to demonstrate and how to model how to do that. Also a reminder that you're going to need several pairs of clean socks. And so this is going to be a fun game, if you will, for them. And they're also learning another life skill. And your parents, the parents of the kids in your class are going to be so excited. Right, Sarah and Suzanne? They're going to love this. Absolutely. You know, I have an infamous 
basket that's full of socks <laughs> that often sits in my laundry room because I have not taken the time to sort through them and put them together. So if kids can learn this at church and then go home and find those sock baskets and do that for their parents, man, that would be excellent. <laughs> right. So we're a win-win. They're learning a skill, then our teachers are connecting it to the Bible story, and then they're going to be able to go home and show their parents a new skill that they've learned. So that's going to be a fun activity for that. And then also there is one called Enjoy a Visit by a Mom and Baby. And so just a reminder, this is something that you're going to need to plan ahead of time to talk with the mom, making sure following all the safety and security procedures for adults in your ministry. So you're going to need to make sure to schedule and secure a mom and baby to come and visit. And then also ahead of time, make sure you talk through with the mom what you would like them to say, and that's all in the leader guide. And so just a reminder, this is something that's going to take a little more preparation than maybe some of the other activities. So those are some of the activities I wanted to highlight for babies and toddlers and younger preschools. Suzanne, why don't you go ahead and do older preschool, and then Sarah, if you'll highlight our kids' activities. So there's a activity in our older preschool leader guide this week, and it's called Hear from Church Leaders. And so the idea is that somebody on your church leadership staff would come and talk to the children. And we totally understand that Sundays can be super busy. And even if you are planning on going there, like things can come up. And so one suggestion is if you're unable to go to the classroom, then you can record a video um, on your phone or some other way on your laptop, and you can share that video with the teacher and they can show it in the class, um, just in case as a safety, if you're not able to make it to the classroom that morning. All right, and for older kids, there's an activity called Attribute Matchup. And this activity in the leader guide is suggesting to use pool noodles to kind of cut them up and to use them as the matching pieces. However, we know that sometimes, depending on the particular time of year that you might be in, pool noodles can be really hard to find. So if you can't find them or if you just don't have any on hand, you could also use pieces of paper or even plastic box, really anything that you can use to create a little bit of matchup pieces there. And then for kids worship, there's an additional activity for the key passage that is a shirt sort. And for this, it might be really helpful to go and check with your student ministry team or even like the preschool ministry or VBS <laughs> closet and see if they have any extra shirts left over from past camps, VBS or retreats. We know that a lot of our churches have kind of like those boxes that are tucked away somewhere where you can just find those extra shirts to help um, you with this activity. And then for the midweek kids leader guide, there's a group activity where the kids are going to be annotating Hannah's prayer. And this would be a great time for leaders to kind of help prompt kids to do this by asking questions. They could ask like what Hannah prayed for in her prayer, really anything that kind of asks some questions to help get the kids thinking about annotating their prayer. Great. Thank you all both very much for sharing those activities. We're now going to move to the next part of our podcast where we talk about what excites us about the session. And so, Sarah, if you'll go ahead and start with sharing what you're excited about with this session. 
Yeah, this is such a beautiful story in the Bible. I mean, we read Hannah's prayer, we read her story, and we can't help but be stirred for affection for the Lord, for how he does provide for Hannah and how not only does he provide, but he hears her. You know, a lot of times we might wonder, does God actually hear me when I pray? Kids might be wondering that too. Does God hear when I say something to him? Does he hear my request? Is he listening to me? And I think this is a great opportunity for kids to really understand and realize like, yes, God does hear you. He listens to you and he cares about you. And then you know what? Not only does he hear you and he listens, but he also provides for you as well. And I just hope that when kids hear this story, that they walk away with a greater love for God, because that's what we're trying to do. Every time we're teaching the Bible, every time we are sharing about characteristics of God and, and all these different stories, that we're, help, we're hoping that kids are loving the Lord more as they hear these stories. And then also that they know just how much God loves them. And the story of Hannah and her prayer is also just a beautiful picture of worship. And how, like Sarah said, God heard Hannah's prayer and answered her prayer and gave her the desire of her heart that she did not hold on to her son. She gave him as a gift to the Lord. And so it's just a beautiful picture of worship of how when God gives us something, we are to give him the glory and the credit for what he's given us. And then Samuel grew up to be one of the most well-known priests and the man who anointed King David. And so just, it's a beautiful reminder that even in the midst of Hannah's hardness and her pain, that God still had a plan for her. And for our kids that are going through a hard time, that God still has a plan for them. God still hears their prayers and he is working and moving. Those are wonderful takeaways for all of us. And when I think about this story, I think about the example of Hannah's persistence in prayer and her praying, believing, praying confidently and knowing that God hears our prayers and knowing that he answers our prayers. Sometimes it may be differently than what we would have wished or hoped or wanted, or it may take a little longer than we would have liked because, you know, we like to have things right then, right there. But it also helps us see that God knows what's best and he's always going to, he's going to answer it in the way that is best. He sees the big picture rather than, you know, where we only see what's in front of us. This is a great reminder for us as leaders to be praying for the children in our groups at church and praying for their families, praying for them. And if you know some prayer requests, making sure that you lift those up um, as well. As you can tell, listeners, we are excited about this lesson. There's many things that we feel like we can personally learn from and be reminded from as leaders, but then also great truths that we need to make sure that our boys and girls in our classes learn. And so we want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids in Preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.